from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, April 8th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. Thanks to the pandemic, it'll be another summer without a big tradition, the Ohio State Fair. ONN's Tracy Townsend explains. This year's event will not be open to the public, and instead it's going to focus on agricultural and educational competitions. Members of the commission expressed concern for public health and the financial impact while making this decision. They said running the fair with the same overhead cost but less revenue could be devastating. Many of the typical things associated with the Ohio State Fair, the rides, concerts, are expected to return in 2022. I'm Tracy Townsend. A factory explosion overnight that woke up people across Columbus resulted in the death of one man and injured eight other people, all in stable condition. Columbus Fire Battalion Chief Steve Martin says the body of 44-year-old Wendell Light of Heath was found in rubble just after 9 this morning at the Yankin Majestic Paint Plant. That's just four miles northeast of downtown Columbus. People who live near the plant went outside after the midnight blast. Our neighbor on the Two houses over, had their head poked out, but poked right back in. The neighbor right next to us, Cheryl, said she heard something too. Did we know what it was? And we said, no, we didn't know what it was. But it sounded like some sort of explosion somewhere. The cause of the explosion is under investigation. A 33-year-old man from Adrian, Michigan, was arrested outside the Perry Nuclear Power Plant northeast of Cleveland, accused of claiming he had a bomb in the trailer he was pulling with his pickup truck. The Perry County Sheriff's Office says it happened at about 6 o'clock last night. Michael Fogelsong faces a third-degree felony charge of making false alarms. No dangerous material was found. The state health department reported 169 new hospitalizations yesterday due to COVID-19. There are also 294 patients in intensive care in Ohio. Both numbers are the highest at any point over the past three weeks. But Ohio State University Dr. Ian Gonsenhauser says it's not all doom and gloom. What people need to remember is we have a large population that is now vaccinated, at least one, uh, if not two doses. And we are moving towards the end of this. And I don't think that this bump is going to be anything like what we've seen in the previous surges. 79,000 more Ohioans have received COVID-19 vaccines on the last day. Owen and Jolanda Harris has an update. Right now, nearly one-third of all Ohioans have received at least one dose of the vaccines. And nearly 20% are finished getting vaccinated. Now, those numbers put Ohio right in line with many other states in the 18 to 22% fully vaccinated range. I'm Yolanda Harris. It may be another year before a former Columbus area doctor accused of killing his patients with opiate overdoses goes to trial. Franklin County Judge Michael Holbrook said during a hearing yesterday the trial could be pushed back given his docket and the number of other murder trials. Dr. William Husel faces 25 murder charges accused of giving patients at Mount Carmel Hospital excessive or potentially fatal doses of fentanyl and other drugs. Husel has pleaded not guilty. Another hearing is set next month. Highway construction season is well underway around Ohio, and the State Department of Transportation is urging people to be aware when driving through work zones. Here's ONN's Molly Brewer. ODOT wants to improve safety for drivers and their workers alike. We have men and women who go out in live traffic every day, risking their lives to improve the system for the citizens of Ohio. We owe them the dignity, the responsibility to pay attention when we're driving while they're working. ODOT Director Jack Marchbanks. Despite fewer people on the roads in 2020, the state saw a spike in construction site crashes. 
and they killed 18 people last year. Molly Brewer in Columbus. A coroner has ruled accident as the cause of last month's death for a Bowling Green State University student. Andrew Kinsey has reaction from his family. The coroner saying 20-year-old Stone Fultz died from a fatal ethanol intoxication during a hazing incident. The Fultz family attorney said, quote, the Lucas County Coroner's autopsy report provides valuable information regarding the cause of Stone Fultz's death. Without question, he died as a result of a college fraternity induction ritual. The statement that his death was accidental without any witness interviews or evidence about Stone being forced to drink an entire handle of whiskey has no value and doesn't impact anything criminally. Stone's mother, Sherry Foltz, says she wants all Greek life organizations shut down to prevent more hazing deaths. We need to get this message out because I don't want any other parent, family, brother, sister, whoever it might be, go through this. This is absolutely awful. It's torture. I can't explain to you the pain that I feel. This, this cannot go on. Foltz was from Delaware County, north of Columbus. In northwest Ohio, a former Finley High School assistant football coach is facing serious charges after being arrested in Perrysburg. Emma Henderson explains. According to court records, 28-year-old Devin Holman is facing felony counts of requesting and sending material harmful to a teenager and importuning. Holman was charged following an incident last week, the Finley Courier reports, at the Holiday Inn on Rochton Road. Police reports indicate he thought he was communicating with a 14-year-old boy, but it was an undercover officer he set up to meet. Online records show he was an assistant football coach at Finley High School at one point. Holman is out of jail and awaiting his hearing. Tuesday. Reporting in Perrysburg, Emma Henderson. The family of Jack Hanna, the former director and director emeritus of the Columbus Zoo, has announced he's suffering from dementia. Kevin Landers has more. He came here to Columbus Zoo with his wife in 1978. His famous jungle jack hat and khaki pants became iconic. His daughters, Kathleen, Suzanne, and Julie Hanna said in a letter, while dad's health has deteriorated quickly, we can assure you that his gray sense of humor continues to shine through. Our mom, Susie, has been by his side for 53 years in every corner of the world. She continues to be his rock. Former Ohio State football coach and current Youngstown State University President Jim Tressel says Hannah is a trusted friend. When he sensed that you needed him, he always would call. And I know in some of the most difficult times in my professional life, one of the first calls was Jack Hanna. Hannah became a frequent guest on David Letterman's show over the years and had his own wildlife shows, expanding the reputation of the zoo. A Walmart worker in West Virginia who is from Ohio has been accused of stealing $124,000 in gift cards over a five-month period. Here's ONN's Karina Nova. 63-year-old Kenneth Workoff from the Ohio River town of Clarington, 25 miles south of Wheeling, was indicted yesterday in federal court on three counts of wire fraud. Prosecutors say he worked at a Walmart in Moundsville, West Virginia, where he's accused of stealing and activating the gift cards more than a year ago. If convicted, Workoff could face up to 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine for each count. Karina Nova, ONN News. Special thanks to ONN affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.